Subscribe, love, like. We're sponsored by the Spunk Lube and rebroadcast by the Demon Seed Radio Network. We could not do any of this without you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please give us that bump. More Stars for People podcast. I'm Dan Frigolette. I'm here with Adriana Winter. Hi. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for inviting me. I love, uh, I love, I love the sound of the British accent. What is that? Uh, how many? So how many? Br- okay. So uh, Estella was uh, uh, claiming. Right. Uh, that um, there are other Brits out here, but ha- I haven't bumped into any other Brits out here. How many? How many? Well, it's me. How many? It's yeah. How, how many? How many from the UK are, are are at this conference right now? Do you do you imagine? Um. So Angel Long's here. I spoke to her earlier. Yep. She's very sexy, tall, tattooed woman. Okay. Um. Hannah Brooks, who lives just down the road from me, she's here. She's more of like a cam girl, OnlyFans kind of girl. She's yep. here. Um. There's some like American UK guys like um. Kieran Lee and Danny D are sure. both here, but they're yeah. they're kind of more American now. But they were English once. They, are they they're from. Are England. they here permanent now? Yeah, they're here. Oh, okay. Um, who else have I seen? Oh, there's a really cool girl. Oh fuck, I've forgotten her name. She's from Pineapple Support. You were crushing like like publicist level crushing. You were like you were like you were pumping everybody's name and like what their what their like genre is. I was yeah. Like really someone proud. earlier was like, <laughs> you should do my PR, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I'm you're sorry. great. You got all, <laughs> yeah, all figured out. Um. But uh, just to say that, like, it does feel more like it does feel like an L.A. Vegas, like, um, and somewhat Miami. But it really does. This is like the most L.A. chunk of conference that there is. Okay, what does that mean? I just doesn't. F- it just doesn't feel like because there's even like people that like I've been I've been starting to branch out and find out where people are at other countries, and it feels okay. like those people haven't made it to AVM. Okay. It feels like this is the big one, right? Yeah, AVM's the yeah. But is this bigger than you guys have an award show in the U.K. We have a few. It's they not don't good. really count, though. Is that good? No. Oh, all right. Fair enough. I don't rate them anyway. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> How many AVNs have you been to? This is my first one. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. very cool. Oh, awesome. Yeah. What do you think so far? It's been. It's like a. D- it's like a day in. Yeah, I like it. Um, I've been to like Exotica and stuff like yeah. that, which seems comparable, like for the expo kind of part. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm excited for the awards. It's a diff- Right. It's a different. It's a different complete thing. And then Exotica doesn't necessarily have an award thing attached to no. it. No. They're trying. East Coast is trying. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Edison Exotica is the one yeah. I go to, and it's the biggest one. Yeah. It's huge, and yeah. there's always those people there. And, and we did this thing called the Inked Awards this year. It's not, it doesn't, I don't know why, maybe it's because the first one that I've ever been to. It doesn't feel like anywhere near the same size as this. But supposedly it is, I guess. Exotica. Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Yeah. Think. But I guess I haven't, I haven't been in the conference yet, to be completely honest. Ah. I've been doing this. I've been on this purple couch. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a good, it's cool. It's a good couch. I uh, wasn't sure what floor you're on. I yeah. literally checked all the floors out before I got to this one because I was told fourth. Oh, I'm sorry. And the sorry. doors open on third. Yeah. And there was a guy sat on the couch there, and I was like, oh. I'm supposed to be on third, and then there was people there, and oh then okay. and then I went to f- I went straight to four this morning, and then there was people there because ah. I was on four yesterday. I was told so four. So I said, fuck it, I'm just gonna keep going up. The yeah, third. I literally just pressed every single yeah. stop in the lift, and I was like, ah, there we go. Yeah, I could feel <laughs> you being apprehensive when you got <laughs> out, and I was like, and there's a guy on the floor with his shoes off. It's a lot. It's a lot of things. But this is a this is there's much less happening on this floor. Yeah. Although what's interesting is the more the more that I start like living on these floors to do the podcast, <laughs> then I can literally I literally kind of where everybody lives this weekend. Oh, you know what I mean? Okay. It's like a, it's a weird vibe. So I know exactly who lives on this floor. Yes. Uh, which is fun. Cool. I'm going to sell it to the tabloids. <laughs> yeah. That's my new vibe. Some um, the data. So, yeah. So, um, so you haven't, so yeah. Though are you up for awards? No, I'm not. Okay. No. I should be, I should be, I should have more research, but I That's haven't. okay. It's cool. Um, it's fine. But, you get, but you're going to the awards show, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I've never been. 
No. And this is the first year that they haven't had a comedian as a host, so I'm just gonna be like, I'm gonna try to go and like be nearby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, do you need something? Fu- do you need something funny? I got, I got, I got, I got, I wrote some stuff. Yeah. Just in case, just be ready. Maybe just sabotage the guy that's up there. Be yeah, like, well, I can it's, it's porn. No, it's porn people. I don't want to. I don't want to sabotage. <laughs> but I do want. I would like to. Th- I I hosted one. We had an Inked Awards on the East Coast, and I got to yeah, I got to host and, and write a little that. bit of that. And I was really excited to be part of that. And all it did really was like make it. It gave me more credibility in the industry. Yeah. Because people that weren't taking my tweets and weren't taking my emails and weren't taking my DMs uh, saw me perform and then they're like, and they came up and introduced themselves afterwards. And I was like, oh, interesting. Now. Yes. Yes. No, it felt good. It felt nice. <laughs> it felt nice. Like I hit up people this time. They're like, well, we're like, we know you. You were a thing to I was like, I know, but just because I know that you know me doesn't mean that you know me. Oh. So it was fun. Um, so how long are you in Vegas? You said Sunday. Uh, just until Sunday, yeah. And when you got here two days ago, yeah, flew, uh, drove down Monday with yeah. Stella. Yeah, uh, we'd been in LA the week before so the expos. So who were you said? You, but you're here with another with your partner. You said. Yeah. Is he porn adjacent? Is he? He is behind the camera. Okay. He shoots all my stuff. And he was part of the road trip too. No, no, no. He just flew in on Monday. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I saw the. I got to. I got to watch your guys' shenanigans. Yes. You guys, were you guys, were there was a lot of. Um, well, I was quite ill, so I wasn't much fun. Is that right? Yeah. You, you saw like. I did all the driving. What did you do? You saw some. Of the, you saw the tallest thermometer in the U.S. Yes, that was the highlight of my trip. Is it really? Oh yeah. Is it really that interesting? <laughs> Estella didn't seem that into it, and I was like, no, I want my picture taken with. No the shit. The lo- world, the world's largest thermometer. Was it on the way, or you went out of your way to find this thing? No, it was on route. It was literally on you the side of the like road. You were just like, oh, we should go do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. W- what else did you get to do? Any other weird? Like it was like a weird bottle. Elmer's bottle garden. He's basically just a hoarder, and he just displays his hoard it's on the side of the road. It's regular Elmer's glue bottles. Yeah. He didn't make like a big one. No. It's just regular ones and he half plants them. No. So I think he's kind of desi- have, have you not seen this I don't before? know what this is. No, no, okay, no. Okay. No, he's like me all the information. got these like weird iron tree sculptures that have just bottles stuck on them. Oh. Like thousands. It's really So it really doesn't surreal. feel like art. It's kind of arty. It just feels like this guy doesn't throw stuff out. Well, that's how it felt to me, but I'm kind <laughs> of jaded and cynical about most things. I think everyone else is like, oh, this is so beautiful. This and so I'm like, this cool. is just a hoarder's collection. This is weird. And it was just like on the side of the highway? Uh, yeah, it's on uh, Route 66. And you had to stop him and give him money to no, look at it? No, we didn't actually see him. Um, I mean, there was a wishing well that you yeah. could like, donate. But you could stop, see the stuff. Yeah, just wander around his hoarding collection. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, there is a lot of this. There's there's like multiple things where they p- shoved cars into the ground. Like we made it. We made a car hinge, I think, oh. which is m- emulating your 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 yeah, wonderful your wonderful alien. Um, what do you, what do you guys claim created Stonehenge? Um, I think they believe people did at yeah. some point, but they're still a bit baffled as to how because it's yeah. big rocks that like aren't local to that area. And like how did they get and there? And there's no way to. And there wasn't the machinery to do the work. No. Yeah. Slavery. But apparently you can do anything with slavery. Yeah, I'm glad you went there with me. That's great. (laughs) That's what I was thinking about when I drove by. I was driving by earlier and I forgot that there was a pyramid that somebody a couple years ago was just like, we should just make a pyramid for the MGM uh, Grand. Yes. That's their like the arena. Black, yeah. black pyramid. It's a yeah. black pyramid. It's, a, it's their arena. And yeah. every couple of years, somebody in some city decides it's fun. It would be fun to have a pyramid. There's one in Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, I've not seen that one. Yeah, it's like, ah. and now, and then it was an arena for basketball, and for some reason it wasn't working, or they lost the team. I don't know what happened in the gap. So now it's literally just a, um, a Bass Pro Shops where they just, they sell like, like hats and ah. like, um, 
fishing rods. Like oh, that's so what it is. So in England, we had the Millennium Dome. We built the dome yeah. for the Millennium. Um, and then that went through a phase of like, oh, now what do we do with it? We built this dome for the Millennium. What was going to be inside of it? Um, it was just like, I can't remember what it was at the time. It was like some sort of exhibit, I think. Yeah. Um, but now it's like a big arena of the like crazy big bands come and headline and stuff. They figured it out eventually. But yeah. It was, what is it was it a time seat? where it was just empty. I don't know, actually. You're, you're the it's big. It's one of the big sort of London arena. Yeah, the, the, the stadium culture in, in England is much bigger than it is here. Like, there are multiple arena comedians in England. Yeah. that We don't have that here. We only have, like, one or two at a time. Oh, okay. We, like, can't handle it. Oh, no, we have loads. And, um... Yeah, that's the whole that's the whole thing. And then, uh, like, I heard because uh, um, I was in South Africa, they had like Ed Ed Sheeran came to South Africa, and like they filled their entire soccer stadium. Right. We we can't do that here. That's so weird. We can put Ed Sheeran maybe in a football stadium. Right. And it's way smaller. Right. What is it? Because what is a what is the Millennium Dome fit? Do you know how many people? Yeah, I really don't know. I only know because I'm an, I'm a weirdo and I'm a comedian. So every time I look at a room, I'm like, how do I get this many fans? Okay, I get right. that. Yeah. I'll, like, I'll be googling. Yeah. 12,000, how do I, I want to play here. <laughs> every comedian, every room you walk into, we look at it and we go, I could do a show here. Okay. Like, I was looking at this room, I was like, I put the stage right there. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you doing this? I, I think you can aim higher than a, than a lobby than capacity. Than a hotel lobby? <laughs> no, so far, so far, everyone that I envy has been, has walked in and out of these elevators. I was, I w so they walk by and I go, it's one joke, it's one joke, it's one joke. how does Google do this? Oh, it's like, it's a crazy guy. <laughs> yeah, that's the difference between a comedian and a crazy guy. The microphone, that's it. I guess you're right. Now it's a comedy show. <laughs> um, so are you going to, are you just going to do AVN? You're not going to take in Vegas at all? Um, I've been to Vegas before. Yeah. I came here, I think maybe three years ago and did the half marathon. You ran? The half marathon here, yeah. All through Vegas. Yeah, so nice. it's so cool. They shut the whole strip and you That's just great. run all the way. Oh, that's really fun. Was How cool. many half marathons have you done? Ooh, I don't know. I've done three full marathons and maybe... What is the allure years? of the half of the thing run? It takes less commitment. Yeah. There's less training. Yeah. There's less time involved in practice. It just yeah. feels like if it was really the ty a type of race, that they, then they would come up with a better name for it. Yeah, exactly. That's how I feel it's about it. It's basically if you're just half-assed. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we're not celebrating any other half accomplishments. <laughs> like I ran five Ks, and like and like a lot of like uh, charity runs are five Ks. Yeah. And it, that's what it's called. It's not. Yeah. So it's like. They're not calling it, and if there's a 10k, they're not calling it a double 5k. And if there's yeah. a half, and if yeah, there's no, a 2.5k, right. they're not calling it a half 5k. But so I get annoyed with the people who do a half marathon and then say, "Oh yeah, I've run a marathon." I'm like, "No, you didn't." Yeah, they're cheating. They're cheating. But yeah. I have run full marathons. So, so there's thir there's the 13.1 bumper sticker now, which I don't I don't support. You that's don't support it. I don't support. That's the half marathon. That's the half. But marathon. surely you should be more in support of that because it's like more of a. Owning it entitled 26.2 or nothing. That's where I'm at. <laughs> or just or, or or own it and, and give it a name. Give it a real name. Not a half marathon. Yeah. Half I ain't half What would you call a, it? Half a birthday. Well, not, I don't know. Could be anything. Well what's the well what's the idea? The idea that that two twenty six point two is the um the distance between marathon and what is it, Athens or what was the Oh is that what it was? Yeah, it's this it's this moment in time where somebody had to run to deliver a message yes, in yes. ancient Greece. Yes. So it's it's marathon and it's either Sparta or Athens. Because okay. these were these were the big city states yep. in the thing. So whatever that distance is. Um so we just got to find somebody in history who ran 13-ish miles. It could yeah. be on the Forrest Gump or something. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> the Forrest Gump run. 
What um so do you have any uh, uh Stella asked me if there if I could if I could have consensual sex with any animal who would I have? So I'm going to ask you the same thing. I don't oh. This is your friend. I don't you've been filling oh, you guys have been filling your heads. Stella, with what she <laughs> set me up for here. I went with dolphin. I went with dolphin just to let you know. Consensual? Is it still not bestiality, even if it's consensual? I'm saying, well, uh, it was big for me to make it to to be on record and making sure that it was like as long as this animal has to want to have sex with me. That's important. Yeah, I mean, animals are sex. uh, Dolphins, sorry, are animals that have sex for pleasure, not just for. And I believe monkeys. Rabbits. Do rabbits do it for? Yeah, there's a lot of funsies. Yeah, people. Yeah, people have this rabbit one. They do it for for pleasure. Don't I don't I'm not even sure I can answer this. The idea of any kind of animal penis freaks I me. I think out. it's harder for women. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. It's like I'll, I'm a dude. I'm gross. I'll fuck anything. Like a hole's a goal. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I never understood about the donkey thing. Like all the claims of like of like farmers fucking donkeys and sheep. Yeah. They're always doing. They're always uh, doing uh, homosexual bestiality. Like, why aren't you trying to fuck donkey pussy? Yeah, why, why is are you it trying to fuck asshole? donkey asshole? Is that is asshole? Me and Estella were also discussing the other day what the fixation is with everything and it's the asshole. Like yeah. aliens probe probe your asshole. Yeah. Why, why is that? Why My is buddy has the best joke about this thing about how um it was more acceptable to be abducted by an alien than to be gay at <laughs> some point in this country. <laughs> I see. So that this th- it's this it's this cover up of getting caught and you're like, Oh yeah and they're like, What happened to your asshole? He's like, Oh probes, pro it's probes. <laughs> probes. Totally probes. <laughs> It's a great joke, Brett. Dr- <laughs> shout, shout out, Brett Druck. But um, I don't know. I think we're all obsessed with the asshole because you're not supposed to. Yeah, That's I don't it. know. I think the problem is, is I have never seen it as a taboo. Like yeah. my very first boyfriend, I bullied Straight him to into. Anal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm just over it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. whatever. What's the big deal? It's it's, it's normal. Um, there are there are, and I and I've there was a time when I when I when uh, when anal was like a big like like get for me. Right, like it's like I didn't like I was like early on in my career, my sex career, like yes. I didn't know how to facilitate anal. And then once it became like part of the norm, or like yeah. meeting people that are into it, or that kind of thing, or s- or that I'm with somebody long term that wants to like uh, take take like this is a big thing I think for for women. I guess dudes are like this too. We just want to have all the things. Yeah, we want to have you in all the ways. Okay. Um. So that's become a thing. But then even like now in my in my mid thirties, like, um. It's kind of a to-do sometimes because it's a more unpredictable thing. Right. Like I've been in situations where somebody uh, has not properly prepared. Yes. And, we, and then we end up in a, in a, in a weird situation. Yes. So uh, that's, that's happened. Yes. Um, but I think the obsession is, is w- it will always be the, the, the wrong hole. The wrong hole. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's it. I think we are obsessed with anything you're not supposed to do. But I've had that on set before where I'm sp- they're supposed to be fucking my asshole. And I'm like, no, wrong hole, wrong hole. Yeah. But it's it's the reverse of what it would usually yeah. be. Yeah. Because, yeah, I'm like, it get it in my asshole. There is. It is interesting. There is. um, Because uh, I, I definitely. Yeah. There. I, this is the thing I was thinking about the other day. Well, I was. Well, as a consumer. Um, mm-hmm. I just get weird when the elevator opens. It's like we haven't been able, I haven't been able to get the level of intimacy that I have here with them. <laughs> so then now me just talking about asshole stuff is weird. <laughs> yeah, the, li- um, the doors literally opened because yeah. I was like, get it in my, in my asshole. Ass. What are we doing? <laughs> what is happening? Sorry, we're at a porn convention. I'm they're sure they're not too. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. The it, 
there I have been I have been watching uh I have been watching like anal porn stuff where it's where it's just it's all anal and, and there's a little bit of me that's like, No, come on, we gotta give everything the attention. I feel okay. like I feel like bad for the pussy sometimes. Oh you know, I just feel like I feel like you need to spread the love around. <laughs> that's how I feel. But no, there's definitely been I've definitely be, I've definitely seen ones where there's a, where I've seen the girl like correct because the guy's trying to go in and he's no no no, this is asshole scene. Yeah, we already we signed all the stuff. <laughs> this yeah. is an asshole scene. Let's do this. Yeah, I didn't do the 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 bag and the yeah, thing the and the clean. And I didn't get for five a.m. I haven't stuff myself. I haven't exactly. eaten. Put it in my ass. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> that's, that's how I feel now. I haven't eaten this whole convention. Ah, you're I'm ready, ready for, for butt anal. stuff, dude. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, uh, yeah, Stella was asking me if I've ever had my prostate uh, played with, and and, uh, and and since I didn't in my twenties, I, I don't think it's the time to start near forty. I don't think it's the time. I don't know. Wha- like again, it's like I'm just—I don't know if I can trust it back there. <laughs> I don't have, you know, I, you don't have a lot of faith in it anymore. To do what? <laughs> to to like perform <laughs> its 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 duties in a in a clean and respectable way. Oh, I see. <laughs> I mean, some people are into that. I don't know. Personally, shit's like a hard limit for me. No, it's I not good. Know. Yeah, no. it's not sexy. No, it's not. And the only time that it is nice and good <laughs> is when it's when it's because it's not because you're not supposed to. That's it. There's something about being a human where we're just always trying to push the limit. Okay. It's not unlike being a comedian. We want to find the line of like what you're not supposed to talk about and then find a way to talk about it. Okay. It's just a human thing. Yeah. That was my favorite moment as a child. I think this is this this informs my comedy a little bit. Was my father was a little bit gross and so he would <laughs> he would be a little bit gross. And and we were like, you know, dinner was a big thing, like sit down and do the dinner of the family. Mm-hmm. So he was a little bit gross at the dinner table. Okay, so he so would say like how? So he, I don't know, he would like, so he had this one gag, I'll tell you the gag. But so, but, but the, the big thing was the was my mom's reaction, because she would be against it and trying to shame him, and then it was funny, so then she would laugh through it, and then it canceled the shame. Okay. So there was one where my father, I don't know why, one night, my fa- and I'll never forget this moment, my father goes, you know what to do? If you go to the bathroom and there's only one square of toilet paper, and this was no. dinner conversation, dinner, right? Okay. Dinner, yeah. And he takes the one square and he pokes his hole, he pokes his finger through it, makes a hole in it, and he goes, "You clean yourself," and then you pull the thing, and then, then my mom had that reaction. She's like, "John," and then like turns in the laugh. So it's like, it's like, I think I value that laugh more than anything else. It's like you yes. weren't supposed to, but oh, you d- you win. You went there, yeah. You win. So that's what anal is. In short. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that trick will work for anal sex too. If anything happens, you put the put the one thing on, you pull it up. Yeah. You clean it off. Yeah. Yeah. He took it there. Um, do you do you find that? I mean, was that drive? That was only a four hour drive, LA to Vegas. Was that was yeah. that excessive for you? No, I mean that, that was cool. I mean, we stopped at everything. <laughs> right. Like we, there was regular breaks. Um, but yeah, no, it was cool. And I had a v- we had a very sexy car. We had yeah. a Camry. Cam- Camry. A Camry, a Toyota Camry is a sexy car. No, it wasn't a Toyota. It was a Chevrolet. Sh- sh- oh. A Camaro. Camaro. Yeah, Camaro. That's the one. That's yes. The one. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, getting yeah. too many Ubers. We had a very sexy car. It was the. Uh, <laughs> it, was it was the an Toyota Uber. Yaris. <laughs> um, it was very sexy. Yes, there we go. You got it. So it's yeah, fun. it was hot. Well, because because the 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 vibe in Britain is to be like. Not not everything is a is a Mini Cooper per se, but it's that it's that vibe. It's that tiny. This is, I asked my brother. We were going to do a road trip, uh-huh. and he was supposed to plan it, and I and I relied on him to plan it because I thought we would drive to like Manchester and we go like fine, we go to Scotland, we do yeah. all these, these crazy yeah, wild yeah, yeah. trips, and let's get something small and get something compact. Get to get the most British shit yeah. you can think of. Yeah, yeah. And instead, he rented like a like a um, like a diesel CLK, which is like the like the, the like the big bodied Mercedes. Yeah. It's this giant well, car. It's not made for it. A road to small. Fit. It didn't fit on any of the roads. Spaces, right. A small. I was so mad. 
mad at him. So yeah. I, uh, as a result, accidentally, and this is uh, th now it sounds sarcastic, but I accidentally, because I'm not proud of it, I blew f two tires because we went on that we went on that mountain pass right. road, and I ripped the tires, yeah. and they were these thin like whatever tires, and we ha and we were stranded for like seven hours because we had to be back in London. We had to get a tow truck, and then our tow truck broke down. So then we had to get a tow truck oh for the tow truck. So now we had a car on top of a tow truck on top of a truck, and then we're inside. And then we had to go to the next city, rent another car. And I, and, and I was like, can I drive? My brother's like, you're not driving. It's just, you're not driving anymore. So, oh. yeah. So but I did want you get your small car? No, we never got the small car. Oh. I don't know. He didn't, he, didn't get the, he didn't understand the memo. I want to drive a tiny little wrong side, of the, wrong side of the road car in England. This is the thing. I just had a whole lot of car on the wrong side of me, yeah. and I was like yeah. a bit nervous about it. This and Estella's is so chill. She was just like laughing about it. I was like, no, she probably like, her leg up, right? Yeah. She's just like. Well, she doesn't drive. Oh, it she was didn't me drive that at did all. all the driving. She doesn't oh. drive. She did fake driving school, and she crashed the car. Oh. Like she, she I cannot drive. That. I can see you being so relaxed that she. But she's just so chill, and yeah. me like literally freaking out about being like, I'm driving this really expensive yeah. car, and there's all this car on the wrong side of me. Yeah, and she just she's just totally chill. It is weird when you have to because you have to reverse everything. So the so lefts are always hard when you get to the other country, because when because our left is dangerous, but your right is dangerous. Yeah. Right, because your left is easy because you're already off the road, but our left is we got to cross traffic. But South Africa and England, you have to you have to cross traffic out of right. So then it's like everything's backwards. And yeah, you're like yeah, yeah. Um, but also the, the steering wheels on the other side. Yeah, that's not doesn't help. But you figure it out pretty quick, no? Yep. But there's just car on the wrong side <laughs> of you. I'm like, what's all this over yeah. here? When I think well, so, I went to South Africa three times in like a 90, 90 or eighteen months chunk. Um, right. And so the first time I was there was like so disorienting. But then the, by the second time I was there and I was driving, and I th it became second nature. Okay. It almost made me. It almost made it weird when I got back. To be on the other side, but it all, but it all just makes sense because if the steering wheel's on the other side, then the roads, on, then you have to drive on the other side, and then the rules somehow yeah, still yeah, work. Yeah. yeah, it's like okay, there's a reason why we did yeah. these rules for yeah, these yeah. things. But um, but no, the Camaro, that's that's a yeah, that's our quintessential like fake muscle car, like yeah. Well, I did book a Mast Mustang, but you know they just they didn't give me the Mustang. Oh yeah, same vibe. It's yeah, exact yeah, same yeah, yeah. Camaro Mustang Challenger, yeah. same vibe. Yeah, I would have also liked a Challenger. Yeah, Challenger's pretty. We just don't get any of these cars in, in the right. UK. So I'm There's like, no we have to do the cliched muscle car. There's no reason. And I finally watched uh, some documentary that was talking about uh, diesel in, uh, in Europe, and it's, and it's way bigger of a problem than I thought. Because every company that makes a diesel car, which populated your island, uh, is, has been lying about the, the amount of pollution that it created. Yeah. So it's like something like 500 times worse than oh what really? it was supposed to be, yeah. So me and Estella mm -hmm. were like, right, we need to fill the car up before we drop it back to the rental. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what fuel we need to put in this. Why right. did they not tell us? Why is it, what, where, what do we do? <laughs> right. And we're like looking around and we're like, what do you drive in like the UK? Do you drive diesel? Petrol. Okay, so yeah, that's right. That's our regular gas. Yeah. So you call it petrol and then yeah. diesel. Yeah. Yeah. But like we're both sat there, like what the fuck? And like we're coming across it says like. It. Well, yeah, and if you hire a car in the UK, it will say on the tank, like, please fill this car up with petrol But or it diesel. says it on the cars as unleaded fuel, on yeah. the dashboard. Yeah, or it will on say the it all, the, all the petrol yeah. cap, just because yeah, yeah, if yeah. you put the wrong fuel in, it fucks the car right. up. Like, you don't want to get it I wrong. I didn't know that this is a thing, but we, di we were driving to Alaska and, and like, on Little Sleep, and my buddy freaked out because he thought I almost put diesel in the car, but the, the nozzle's shaped different. Ah, you can't, you can't force it. You can't put it in the wrong Yeah, hole. you can't fuck it up. See. It's happened. People have done it. 
Yes, I've managed to do it with an like old done it and like before. forced it. But I was I kept trying to put it in, and it didn't fit, and I kept asking my buddy like, why doesn't this fit? And he's like, trying to put diesel in my car, you're trying yeah. to ruin my car. Well, so I only learned this week that you guys don't have diesel over here, and yeah. that's why they hadn't specified because there's only one we type have, of fuel. But it's but it is harder to come by. Yeah. And then for some reason, even though diesel is a better uh, product for a truck, we still made yeah. these gas guzzling petrol trucks for some reason. Yeah, the truck culture here has got to be uh, wild. Yeah, it's so cool. My yeah. dad's a truck driver, so I always like send him pictures and videos oh, back of the trucks yeah. from here. The um, you although I would say the Raptor thing started to be something in South Africa. Did you guys start to get the Raptor, the no. Ford Raptor in England yet? No, that sounds cool. Like is it like a V8? They call it um, no, because everything over there in South Africa is diesel, so they call it a uh, a Bucky. Oh, I've not which heard is like this. it's like a small truck with like multiple doors. They call it a Bucky. Oh. But it actually ends up being pretty big. Okay. Like, um, but they love it, yeah. Oh, look it up. Yeah, I still want to drive. I still want to drive a fucking just like a Citroen, like just <laughs> something <laughs> tiny and like. And it's funny. Every I time have to see a Panda at home. Yeah. You'd love it. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> I just want to drive something small. Uh, that trip got robbed from me, oh. my brother. Um, but yeah. I love that. That's the opposite. Like the Brits come to America yeah. and we're like, yeah, we want to drive a big, big V8. Rawr. And I'm like, yeah. no, no, give me something. Give yeah. me like an inline inline four. <laughs> <laughs> something tiny with a hatchback. That's, what, that's even how I do cars here. So I'll rent the smallest. Uh, they won't even give me the car that I try to rent here because of what the American vibe is. So I'll rent the smallest thing because it's got the best gas mileage. It's the smallest. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. going to rob it because it's a piece of shit, basically. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. cost a lot of money, and I can park it in any place, and I don't have exactly. to think about it. Yeah. Every time I've ever gone to the rental car place, handed my paperwork, and I think they just think I'm trying to be cheap. So then, if I have any like conversation at all with them, they go, "You don't want the, you don't want like the economy. Like, why don't I'll give you the like the bump, the next one up?" And it's like, and then I don't know how to like navigate that discussion quick enough. I go, "No, no, give me the t give me the shitty little one. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I'm looking for. Yeah. I'm in Vegas. I don't gotta go fast. I don't gotta go far. <laughs> I just gotta go somewhere, have shit in the back, and then park, and then not have to worry about it. But they they wouldn't let me leave with the car that I paid for." That's Did they charge you more? No, that's no. the thing. It's like so. It's oh, like so once you pay. Nice, so yeah, they're, they're trying to do because I because they can talk so and that's like. That's why you find it hard right. to like be like no. They're being yeah. They're being good to me. This happened to me once. Uh, like when you get to a certain age, you like it how you like it. So <laughs> I I I find that like um like a Dunkin' Donuts coffee is generally a little too hot for me. Yeah, so for it's years, crazy hot. Yeah. Why is it so hot? I, I discovered know. this today. I was like, why? It's hot. I cannot drink this so for like half an hour. So, and then they come in styrofoam cups in Vegas because they don't care about the environment. So then you got it. So I got. So I'll send it in like an hour before I go get it. Yeah. Because it's like right, the right temperature. Yeah. Um, but so one time I'm in some city and I had been I had been putting a lot of milk in my coffee so that I could get it to the right temperature. Right. And so I asked this lady, "Is like it's a shit ton of milk?" That was th that became my standard shit ton of milk. Okay. Um, and then she starts heat. She's trying to be nice because I'm a good oh, person. So she's heating so the she's milk. She's heating up the milk, and I was like, "Oh hey, I'm so sorry." Um, I want the cold milk to get the temperature to about where I'd like it. And she goes, well, then why don't you drink iced coffee? And now I'm in a an argument with the Dunkin' yeah, Donuts like lady. I don't want, about I how I don't I like want cold coffee. coffee. I just don't want burn my mouth and coffee. And then she feels like slighted because now she was doing something nice that was unnecessary. And now I'm like ungrateful. So this is every Bastard. day in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> this is every day in my life. Um, can we talk about your relationship at all? Uh, like this much? You 
yeah, no? no, I don't. I like to just kind of uh, like one of the, like a term that's googled a lot of me is is Adrena Winters married. I like to kind of just keep leave it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm more interested in like I'm more interested in like um, what is the thing? Maybe it was Justin Bieber. I, I feel like um, it. it I, I feel like I just want to know how to make it successful in this okay. industry. Okay, cool. This is not a. This is not somebody in the industry. You mean a relationship? No. Yeah. So he's behind the camera. He's so behind he's the camera. So he has so no we business. we met with me in front of his camera for a company. Um, and he came across a bit sleazy, and I was we like, "Oh, he's just one of those camera guys that yeah. comes onto all the fucking girls." This is everybody's. Um, this is this is half of the people's fantasy i think yeah. that that people that like like want to date porn people i think half of the fantasy is being on camera and then and then having the the performer want to fuck you the other half is just being the performer right like just for some reason they want you to perform but i think this is the other this is the other weird fantasy so it works yeah yeah i guess so <laughs> yeah he's a super cool he's but just totally like i think the problem is is most guys that want the porn star girlfriend don't really think about the reality of right. the fact that their girlfriend's going to be off fucking all yeah. day and she's probably gonna come home and not really want to fuck, fuck and then right. you're gonna be all like, "Oh, this is shit." Um, yeah. So yeah, he's just totally cool. He's just like very secure in himself. Yeah. Um, more often than not, he's like, "This guy is fucking amazing. You need to go and fuck him." Yeah. Which is great. That's yeah. what I want from my partner. <laughs> it is interesting because I, I, I'm, a lot of the ways that people are getting into this business now are starting in camming. And then so I'm seeing some of these people that start in this sort of thing and then they start to come to the conventions yeah. and then they realize that they can get fucked. And so it's like they'll come with the, the, the you know, obviously we start, it always starts from the girl being the cam person. The guys, we're not, nobody wants to see us cam. Um, so then supportive husband and then they come and then and then it's fun to watch that relationship develop mm. because eventually it's like, oh, well this, this like this, because the guy is like geeking out. He's like, well, this guy wants to fuck you on camera, so let's do that. So then yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And then they become like a total porn couple. So it is interesting to watch people that were not together in porn and then join and yeah. then become this this total porn couple. This it's is probably a new Probably a healthier way to come at it. I yeah. tend to find that people are already in porn yeah. and then they get with a guy that's already in porn. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of insecurity and it never generally works out. Yeah. Whereas I think if you're already like secure as a couple and it's something you explore together. Yeah, it is. And it works it's out. It's that next layer level. I don't know. What do you think? Um, how? D what's the word I want? Because I don't want to cram everybody that's in this business that also does these things as that they're not monogamous. But how? So how do you identify that 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 thing? Do you consider your relationship open? Do you consider your relationship like poly? What do you consider your relationship? So yeah, I mean, obviously, I fuck lots of different guys every day. Yeah. Um, which he's cool with, and like I have great chemistry with them, and like. You know, I don't feel like it's, I'm just doing it for the camera or whatever, yeah. like it's sex I want to have. Um, and he's open to fuck who he wants. He just doesn't really seem to have any interest yeah. in it. He's just, he's a bit older than me. And it's the thing, it's also, it's like once the taboo part of it's removed, yeah. then you don't care about it anymore. We, uh, yeah. This was a, uh, a subline of one of the podcasts. We were talking about like, being like people that are in relationships and then their partner still cheats. It's because like that was a guy who was a cheater mm -hmm. and what he got from cheating is something separate. Yeah. So I've had it from a previous relationship yeah. where it was, a, it was an open relationship, but he was cheating on Breaking me and got some other woman pregnant yeah. and then broke up with me. And I'm like, dude, why did you do that? Right. Like, you could have just said, hey, there's this woman at work who's hot. Yeah. Like, I'm banging her. But no, instead he did it behind there's her back. Something about there's something about cheating. Yeah. There's something about the taboo of things like yeah. the butthole, like the cheating that has that gives another thrill. Yeah. That's the, that's yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, for 
sure. So then you've removed it. It's like uh, I was. Uh, I'm, I've never been. A, I've never cared about drinking, and because the, mm-hmm. there was always a vibe of like, if you want to experiment with drinking, you can just do it in the house. Like that yeah. was. That's how. That's kind of what an yeah, Italian same. house is. We have wine, whatever. Yeah. So I never. It never took hold of me. Thank yeah. God. Uh, because it was never like yeah. I don't have to sneak off. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. Then I'm not gonna do. Yeah, I don't yeah, have to yeah. do it. It was just part part of like dinner. Like yeah. I was allowed a beer or a glass yeah. of wine as like. If I was, up. if I ever asked my father, can I try beer here? And it's like, and mom would be like, you know, apprehensive, but he would let me. And then it was like, okay, this is gross. I don't yeah, want this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back to being a kid. Where's my fucking grape juice? Aww. Aww. Um. Okay. Well. So then. So that. Yeah. But that wasn't that wasn't intrusive enough about the relationship, right? No, cool. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. Um, so okay. So what happened? <laughs> what is your schedule after this? You leave here, and then what happens? You just go back and start filming again. What do you? What um, happens for the rest of the year? So yeah, I'm in London next week. I'll be filming a little bit more then, and then I head home. Um, I haven't really got past January really yet. I'm usually yeah. really good at planning, but like 2020 is a weird year, I think, for everybody. Yeah, um, I'm planning on hopefully coming back to America for maybe a few months this summer. Should be fun. You try to film in LA Vegas kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Hang out here around, around here. Or just film or just or just visit? Uh film. Yeah. But just my own content. Like that's that's my thing as I just shoot my own shit. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Works for me. Where are you yeah, where are you at in the complexity of your of your are you are you directing your own shit now? Are you writing your own? Yeah, I mean it, it's not that complicated my stuff. So I tend to just I like things to be fairly real. Mm-hmm. I don't like to overly plan things yeah. Um, so yeah I like to just shoot for 20 minutes and see what happens and okay. keep it real yeah. yeah that works especially in this um, in this climate yeah the a, a big through line yesterday was the idea that like um, technologically it's it doesn't take a whole heap of stuff anymore like you like cell phone content is yeah. good enough for most yeah people. for sure um, which is weird it's a weird change it is, and because I, I just think it's connecting with with people. It's like the stuff, even like even stuff I post comedically. It's like the stuff that I'm doing. That's just like on my story and like yeah. shotgun stuff. That stuff a lot of times get more views and more yeah. love than something that was like professionally shot. Yeah. and it's like multiple cameras and cutting. It's the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like no, we just want to see you fucking like make fun of a billboard in Las Vegas. I'm like, yeah, right, I can do that. Yeah, I can totally do that. Definitely where stuff's going. That's cool. So wait, so you're not gonna. You were here just to be a tourist in the past. What yeah, when I was here, for th- I did my little half marathon. What was your takeaway from Vegas in that trip? Uh, that it's a weird place. I agree. I, I would like you to d- elaborate. <laughs> 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 I mean, I love it, but yeah. there's just nothing like it anywhere. Yeah. Like you just lose track of time and yeah. space, and yeah. There's a weird. weird. There's a weird idea that I found this week where people don't want to travel very far. Uh, so they don't go outside of their like twenty minute bubble. Okay. So what I found is that um, if you're a business owner in Vegas, you're better off opening four businesses with the same name on different ends of town. Yes. Because nobody's going to come to your business if yes. it's not in your if it's not in your little neighborhood. Yep. They're not coming. Yeah. So I found that interesting. That's yes. There's not a lot of cities that have that 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 same uh, complexity. London's kind of similar. Like, if someone's in West London, they won't go over to East London. Yeah, but that's like far, right? It's not really. It's, like, 20 minutes on the Is tube. Yeah. yeah. There's, um, yeah, well, n- big cities are very neighborhood, um, like, dependent. Yeah. So it's, like, you if you're in the hot neighborhood, there's always a stereotype. So New York has it. Yeah. Uh, uh, London has it. 
Yeah. Like the big the big chatter from my brother when he was there. He was he was popping new houses every month just to find out what the hell the, the vibe is. Okay. And I lived in London when I was uh, about this, uh, when I was in, when I was twenty. I was there for for school and I lived Bayswater and I was going to school in Notting Hill Gate. And so I was just sort of like in that like Hyde Park chunk of yep. of that side of the city. And then I could mm-hmm. get to Piccadilly easy and I go to the museums and all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so my brother was like staying at Canary Wharf, and then we found out quick like don't live there. That's not nobody should live there. It's not um, done. I loved living. Uh, I used to go there at the yeah. weekends because no one was there. It's not done, right? It's not. It's not done. Yeah. It was like he's there. He wants to. It's like busy see now. And like if you went there now, you'd, you'd it would be yeah? good. But yeah, yeah. And There's then loads uh, of people living well, there. he well he was living in a high rise that like every building next door they were still building. Yeah. And this is a year ago. Oh okay. Yeah. So uh, it was, I was there like last month, and it's yeah. kind of more done now. Yeah. Yeah, there's some stuff going. Um, but then, but then the big chatter was like, "Go live in Shoreditch." So you went to Shoreditch. Yeah, so that's where I, I used to I live. It. Yeah, yeah. I loved it in that little neighborhood. And then whatever the next neighborhood up was, north, um, on that same main road. It's like the canals are here, and you keep going north. Like Islington. That sounds right. Yeah. I never knew because I never had to like take the tube there. I would just walk, and then yeah, I, got yeah, and I would yeah. get to it. And I was like, "This is great. Like this is a this is a neighborhood vibe. There's like a." Um, there's oh, like, like Farringdon. Weekend markets. Yeah. There was a um, like I bought fig. I like bought fresh figs for the first time. It was ah. just like a great yeah. Cool. I didn't know a fig was a. Th- I didn't know a fig could be a, like an actual fruit. Really? Yeah. Well, I think figs only have like a like a four to five day window yeah. when they're actually ripe. Oh, I thought they were like from Italy or something. So I'm yeah. surprised. But but in this country, the only way you get figs are just dried up oh and yeah. crammed into like no a no little no. package. Fresh is beautiful. That's what I thought they were. So I ate a fig, and I was like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Went back to the store the next day, got another fig. Third day, they were all, like, rotted. Yeah. So I was like, oh, there's a w- one. it's like an avocado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sped up. It's like a two-day yeah. window of figs <laughs> being ripe. That, uh, that now I remember that I have, an, I have a slowly rotting avocado in my vehicle. Um, <laughs> all right, how do we follow you on the Internet? How do we pay for your porn? That's a big one. Make sure people do the things and pay for the content. How cool. Um, so I have www.junawinters.com, which is my subscription site. I upload to it every week. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, then for like the less committal type of person, um, you can find me on Clips for Sale or Many Vids, where you can just buy individual videos. I'm also on the VOD sites like Adult Empire and what's it called? There's another one. It'll come one. back to me. <laughs> um, where you can like find my DVDs yeah. to stream. Um, I'm also on OnlyFans. Um, and yeah, Instagram is Adrena Winters, all one word. And Twitter, all, all one word. All one word. All one word. Sometimes yeah. the accent throws me. Sorry. All one word. And then. Uh, you said all one word as one word. Yes, <laughs> it did. And then uh, on Twitter, I am Adrena underscore Winters, but I'm shadow banned, so it's hard to find me. But yeah. I am there. Let's talk briefly about the shadow ban thing. Mm. What is the um? Do do you do you know the moment it happened? Do you know what uh, created it? And do you have any idea how to get out of it? So, I think anyone that does porn is shadow banned, pretty uh, much. Vaguely, right? But I mean, I used to post a lot of hardcore. Like me with like two dicks in my ass at yeah, one yeah, time, yeah. kind of stuff, which I think gets. How do you? Why bands. are you only? You're only explicit when people walk in the room. It's incredible. Sorry. No, it's just really <laughs> funny. It's just time. It's like <laughs> two dicks, two dicks in my. At ass. one time. At one time. Uh, <laughs> I hadn't realized that was. So that's so that you think that's what you shadow ban? Yeah, but I'm trying to do it less. And yeah. there was a bunch of talks at Expos last week, and uh, like, 
there's definitely a phase where you have to kind of go through the not posting yeah. porn and then you kind of lose a bunch of followers, but then you become unshadow banned yeah. and then you're opened up to a whole new massive audience. Interesting. Yeah. So it is a thing and it is a process. And so let it atrophy. Once the algorithm kind of figures out that you're not oh. filth, it, it, yeah, it does yeah. unshadow ban you. Apparently. I've social media, the it. social media is a motherfucker because we're all, we're all get, we're trying to get all these fans and then it seems like you can just get jacked at any time and get your yeah. fans taken away. It's a, it's a motherfucker. Well, so check out our episode uh, on iTunes, Google Play, whatever thing you're on. We're on the other thing. We got some content today on YouTube. I'm gonna try to challenge you to a quick physical challenge here, oh. um, where we do a little thing for Instagram. Uh, thank you guys for listening and watching. We drop a new episode every Monday. Um, check us out. Thank you to my guest, uh, Trina Winters. Thank you.